Listen to one of this year's top true crime podcasts. Unknown Subject, Season 3 of WTOP's American Nightmare podcast is out now on all podcast platforms. Other maintenance activities affecting both sides of 66, both inside and outside the Beltway have all cleared, and the one work zone in Virginia on 95 northbound near U.S. 1 in Spotsylvania, that has been cleared. And in Annapolis, a parole, we had uh, the work zone going on, or the uh, 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 the accident going on on 97 and Aris T. Allen Boulevard. That accident has been cleared, and the broken down vehicle on eastbound 50 approaching 97 also looks to be gone. The WTOP traffic center is presented by Window Nation. Pay no interest for five years on your new windows. Visit windownation.com. I'm Ken Berger, WTOP Traffic. Overcast skies, and yes, we're tracking some showers and even some patchy fog for this morning, but wow, the temperatures, they're in the lower to mid-50s. We'll top out later today just above 60 degrees, with areas of rain could be moderate during the afternoon. The rain should be easing and ending around 7 p.m. with a high temperature of 60 degrees. I'm 7 News Chief Meteorologist Ronica Johnson in the First Alert Weather Center. Right now, we're at 49 degrees and holding in Washington and our nation's capital where the time now is 3.59. You're listening to WTOP. Washington's news, traffic, and weather station. WTOP News. Facts matter. Thursday morning, January 25th. Welcome in. I'm Dean Lane. Coming up this early 4 a.m. hour for you Thursday here on WTOP. Grounded Boeing 737 MAX 9 planes we hear could be back in the air this weekend. A Montgomery County principal accused of sexual harassment is no longer an employee. The latest on turmoil in the school system. I'm Kate Ryan. What Montgomery County leaders are saying about how the school district handles accusations against employees. I'm Scott Gelman. Alabama plans to execute a death row inmate with nitrogen gas for the first time ever. The sentence a Capitol Heights man got for murdering a transgender woman. I'm John Doman. Good morning, 4 o'clock on WTOP. This is CBS News on the Hour, sponsored by Progressive Insurance. I'm Christopher Cruz. Federal officials have cleared the way for the Boeing MAX 9 jet to resume flying, but, says CBS's Chris Van Cleve... The FAA also said that it is going to block Boeing from ramping up production of the 737 MAX as it had planned to do in February. At the beginning of next month, they were planning to go to a rate of 42 airplanes a month. The FAA says you can't do that. They have to keep production the same as it is now on the existing lines until the FAA is satisfied that quality has improved. We've learned that Alaska Airlines expects some of its MAX 9 jets will resume scheduled passenger service on Friday, United on Sunday, all possibilities. Unless things change at the last minute, a man will soon be executed in Alabama using a method never before tried in the U.S. The execution of convicted murderer 58-year-old Kenneth Smith using nitrogen gas is still scheduled to go forward. Robin Maher leads the Death Penalty Information Center. There are many unknown questions about how this procedure will actually go forward. Smith survived a botched attempt to put him to death by lethal injection in 2022. Wendy Gillette, CBS News. It's umbrella time again from southern Texas to Tennessee. Here's the Weather Channel meteorologist Mike Bettis. Through the day on Thursday, we'll see heavy rain across Texas, Louisiana, Mississippi, and all this pushing east as we go into Thursday afternoon should finally begin to relent as we get into Friday, but not before another three to five inches is on the way in spots. A new report from the Harvard Joint Center for Housing Studies says more than 22 million people in the U.S. spent more than a third of their income on rent and utilities in 2022. The report's lead author, Whitney Airgood of Bricky, says rents have come down recently, but they're still higher than before COVID came along. Rents remain well above pre-pandemic levels, even with some of these modest decreases we've seen in recent quarters. 
And so while we might have, you know, some improvement in cost burdens, we're certainly not going back to pre-pandemic levels in, in one year. A state legislator in California wants to end speeding. KCBS radio reporter Matt Bigler tells us how that would happen. State Senator Scott Weiner wants all cars sold in California to have speed limiters installed. It'll still be illegal to go above the speed limit, but it will be physically impossible to make the car go more than 10 miles an hour over the speed limit. Speed limiters are already being rolled out in some European countries. Japan says its spacecraft landed on the moon Saturday within 328 feet of its target. It got data from the craft for about two and a half hours before it lost power, likely because its solar panels were angled incorrectly. If sunlight hits the craft from a different direction, it could power up again. This is CBS News. Sponsored by Progressive Insurance. Drivers who switch and save with Progressive save nearly $750 on average. Call or click today and find out if we could save you hundreds on your car insurance. When traffic takes a turn for the worse, you'll hear about it first on WTOP. Northbound 95 has been shut down in Maryland. Traffic updates every 10 minutes on the 8th. I heard it on WTOP. WTOP News. Facts matter. People are driving 20, 30, 60 miles for the area's most incredible Toyota deals. And it all starts with just a click at twicethechoices.com. Waldorf Toyota and Alexandria Toyota make it all twice as easy at twicethechoices.com. Twice the Toyota selection, twice the Toyota savings, all with twice the Toyota customer service you deserve. The secret is out. The Toyota partnership that's putting dreams and driveways all around the beltway. Point, click, and save. Twicethechoices.com. WTOP at 404. Good Thursday morning, January 25th, 2024. Areas of rain throughout the day today. Very mild, though. Veronica says the high should be 58 to 68. You're waking up to 48 in Washington right now. Good morning to you. I'm Dean Lane. We do indeed thank you for taking us along for your early Thursday morning ride. Now being the local stories we're following for you, our top story this morning as we roll into this Thursday together is something new. All about the controversy surrounding Montgomery County Public Schools this week. That's where a principal was promoted despite apparent allegations of sexual harassment and bullying. Now, WTOP learns this morning that principal is no longer an employee of the county school system this Thursday morning. Even as we absorb that news, there is a new report from the county's inspector general this week that finds longstanding flaws in how county schools handled complaints of employee misconduct. And as WTOP has certainly been reporting of late, Superintendent Monifa McKnight is still fighting off an effort, apparently, by the school board to kick her out. Let's dig a little deeper this morning with WTOP's Kate Ryan, who begins our team coverage Thursday. Joel Bidelman, former Farquhar Middle School principal, was the subject of a number of complaints about sexual harassment. Now, a Montgomery County School spokesperson says Bidelman, who had been on leave without pay since December, is no longer an employee. Now, the news comes after the release of an inspector general's report showing numerous flaws with the school system's handling of employee misconduct. The superintendent, Monifa McKnight, said she accepted the IG's findings and that she would work with the school board on needed changes. Hours after the release of the report, the Board of Education put out a statement saying it had already taken personnel actions and that it will hold those responsible for systemic failures to account. 
Kate Ryan, WTOP News. I'm Scott Gelman. Montgomery County leaders are speaking out after a new report highlights how the school district handles accusations of employee misconduct. Two council committees are scheduling a hearing on February 8th to talk about some of the report's findings. The school board and the superintendent respond to questions about what has changed, what hasn't, what what's in process, what some of the failures were. Council member Will Jawando tells WTOP he found some of the findings surprising. I was frankly shocked to see how how bad it was. Meanwhile, council members Evan Glass and Don Lutke are calling on the school board to take decisive action. In a statement, they say the quote, culture of noncompliance is unacceptable and deprives students and teachers of a safe learning and working environment. Scott Gelman, WTOP News. WTOP at 406. Also locally this morning, a former Arlington County Schools employee has been found guilty on all charges related to two sexual assaults. It apparently only took the jury in the case two hours this week of deliberation to convict Julio Baserto. Now, Baserto was arrested back in June this past summer of last year on charges stemming from two incidents in the Clarendon area, one in 2021 and one in May of last year. The Office of the Commonwealth Attorney says that Versuto actually lured two different women into his car, sexually assaulting both of them. He recorded one of the assaults, apparently, and saved that video on his phone. Detectives believe this morning there may be more victims and in the area and are asking anyone with information to come forward as soon as possible. 407 on WTOP Thursday morning, a relationship went south. So did the, case, the chase for the suspect in the case, but in the end... Decades behind bars it is for a man who murdered a transgender woman locally. It's a nearly 50-year prison sentence for 29-year-old D. Allen Price, a Capitol Heights man who murdered 20-year-old Taya Ashton back in 2021. Her body was found inside of her Suitland apartment in July of that year. And after a day on the run, police arrested Price inside of a metro rail tunnel in Arlington. They had an intimate relationship with one another. Prince George's County State's Attorney Aisha Braveboy and Assistant State's Attorney Sherry Waldrop say Price admitted the night of the killing was when he found out that Ashton wasn't born a woman. And that in response to that, he reacted and shot her. John Dome in WTOP News. Good Thursday morning, January 25th. Glad you're with us to start today here at WTOP. Welcome in. Good morning. You're with WTOP and Dean Lane. Right, this time now is 408 Thursday morning. Traffic and weather on the 8s and when it breaks, good morning to Ken Berger with this is early hour in the WTOP Traffic Center. Thank you, Dean. Taking a look at this accident on westbound 66 on the approach to 29 or after Langston Boulevard, U.S. 29. Taking a look at it, just saw the responding vehicles roll away, so it looks like all lanes are now open. Uh, again, this accident on westbound 66 uh, just after U.S. 29 looks to be cleared. All lanes are open, not seeing any lingering delays. Road closure continues in Washington. Uh, the westbound lanes of Benning Road because of the police investigation between 19th Street and 20th Street. Uh, also, the fire department activity continues in the district, affecting J Street Northeast between Division Avenue and Hunt Place. In Virginia, the work zone northbound 95 near US-1 on Spotsylvania has cleared. All lanes are now open. Both sides of uh, 95 in Virginia between Springfield and Fredericksburg. And no worries on 395 in either direction between the interchange and 14th Street. 
The freeway looking good either direction between uh, D.C., uh, between 14th Street and uh, the 11th Street Bridge across Washington. The 3rd Street Tunnel wide open both directions between New York Avenue and the freeway. And you'll find no delays anywhere on I-295 from the Beltway to the flyover ramp and back. D.C. 295 clear from the 11th Street Bridge heading out of town. Go electric to Fitzway looking for an electric car. Try the new Subaru Solterra, Hyundai Ioniq or Toyota BZ4X. State and federal incentives available. Go electric at fitsmall.com. I'm Ken Berger, WTOP Traffic. Overcast skies, and yes, we're tracking some showers and even some patchy fog for this morning. But wow, the temperatures, they're in the lower to mid-50s. We'll top out later today just above 60 degrees. With areas of rain could be moderate during the afternoon. The rain should be easing and ending around 7 p.m. with a high temperature of 60 degrees. I'm 7 News Chief Meteorologist Veronica Johnson in the First Alert Weather Center. We're at 50 degrees and holding in our nation's capital, brought to you. This early 4 a.m. hour, Thursday morning, January 25th. Buy long fence. Save 25% on long fence decks, pavers, and fences. Six months, no payment, no interest financing. Terms and conditions do apply. Check them out. Go to longfence.com. WTOP at 410, where we bring you money news at 10 and 40 past the hour. Let's check in now with Jeff Claybaugh this morning. Tesla's quarterly sales and profits missed estimates. Tesla warned sales growth could be notably lower this year eBay is cutting 9% of its workforce. That's 1,000 jobs. Software maker SAP is offering voluntary buyouts to 8,000 employees. Frontier Airlines is adding non-stops from BWI Marshall to Chicago, Detroit, and Charlotte with promotional fares as low as $19 each way. The Dow lost 99 points Wednesday. The S&P 500 gained four, enough for a record. Jeff Claywell, WTOP News. Asian stocks were mixed most of the morning, finishing... Higher across the board at the last check, the Nikkei finished down 10 points. The Kospi finished up 10 points, that is. The Kospi was up less than a point. The Hang Seng up 312. The Shanghai this morning up 85 points. Good morning. Glad you're with us here at 411 on WTLP. We're on the campaign trail next. Don't go away. Celebrate 65 years of Ailey magic when Alvin Ailey American Dance Theater takes the stage with show-stopping performances. Sure to thrill longtime fans and first-timers alike. Experience the latest premieres and contemporary favorites. Plus, Mr. Ailey's timeless masterpiece, Revelations. Alvin Ailey American Dance Theater in the Kennedy Center Opera House, February 6th through 11th. Tickets at kennedy-center.org. You check your phone, what, 50 times a day? Because there's always something new. It's the same with breaking news. Stay up to date. Check back with us two, three, four times a day. WTOP News. Facts matter. Michael and Son's heating tune-up for only $59. Michael and Son. How many times will you risk that dangerous climb in and out of the bathtub this new year? It's a smart resolution to convert that unsafe, ugly old bathtub to a gorgeous new shower. The shower system from PJ Fitzpatrick features a low, low entry that means no more tub hopping for 2024. A PJ Fitzpatrick shower is luxurious, affordable, and it all installs in just one day. Plus, PJ Fitzpatrick will include a free designer safety package this month. Visit TrustPJ.com for your free design consultation. Thursday morning, January 25th. Welcome in this early hour. Glad you're with us here at WTLP. If you're just joining us, areas of rain are possible. Spotty throughout the day today. Very mild, though. Veronica says the high today should be somewhere between 58 and 68 degrees this Thursday, believe it or not. We are up a few degrees now to 52 in our nation's capital. Good morning, Dean Lane. Welcome in. 413 on WTOP. 
This is WTOP News. Let's talk politics on WTLP this early Thursday morning, campaign 2024. The Republican primary campaign has barely begun. Only 400,000 votes have actually been cast in two rural states over the span of eight days. But after two resounding victories, former President Donald J. Trump has demonstrated a dominance within the GOP that may have already rendered irrelevant the next five months primary contest. Leaders in both parties are beginning to now shift toward a general election rematch of Trump and Biden. Trump's double-digit victory in New Hampshire, where he was considered more vulnerable than anywhere else, was the actual tipping point many considered for him. That's even as Republican rival Nikki Haley vows this week to fight on. This morning, WTOP's Dimitri Sotis talks about all this, the Trump and Biden campaigns pushing on with Washington Post live anchor Leanne Caldwell to get her take. They sure are. Last night after Donald Trump won the New Hampshire primary, President Joe Biden put out a statement saying the general election has begun. And that was evidence in the sense the campaign had a press call today about the Biden campaign. They announced two of Biden's closest advisors at the White House are moving over to the campaign. Also, the president held a couple events this week focusing on abortion and that he's going to make an issue in this upcoming campaign. Meanwhile, former President Donald Trump, he insists that he is and will be the nominee. He is quite annoyed that Nikki Haley refuses to drop out of the race. So while she has not much of a path to the nomination, she's staying in. But Biden and Trump are ready to get going in the general election. I ask you this as a journalist, based on your reporting and and the analysis of those you're in touch with, what is Nikki Haley's, I don't want to say what's her angle, but what's she doing? What's she up to since her advisors must be telling her the path is either not there or very, very slim? Yeah, that's absolutely right. New Hampshire was her best shot at winning a state in these early, early states. It has the highest percentage of independent minded and self-identified independent voters, uh, which is the type of voter that is attracted to Nikki Haley. Iowa was conservative. South Carolina is quite conservative as well, even though that is her home state. But Nikki Haley felt like she had a lot of momentum in New Hampshire. She appears to have some money in the bank. I think that the big deciding factor is going to be that if she loses her financial support, if her donors walk away and that she won't have the money to continue on. South Carolina is about a month away, so there's a lot of time. So we'll see what happens in the next week or two as far as her support goes, not only among voters but specifically among her donors. But is there anything else you're kind of watching presidential race related that you'd like to share? Yeah, I spend a lot of my days on Capitol Hill and it's really fascinating to see how a lot of Republicans who privately have not supported Donald Trump and publicly have been neutral at best are now ignoring the fact that he has 91 counts, criminal counts against him, that he denied the results of the last election and are coming around and supporting him. People who have criticized the former president, Republicans, are now saying that they will support the nominee. So it looks like he is on his way to completely coalescing the entire Republican establishment. Talking with our Dimitri Sotis, as Washington Post live anchor Leanne Caldwell on Skype. She's co-author of the Early 202 Newsletter. Quick look at the top stories we're following for you this early Thursday morning on TOP. 
The Montgomery County Public School principal accused of harassment and bullying is now out this morning. Russia and Ukraine blaming each other after the apparent downing of a Russian plane that Russia says this morning was carrying nine Russians and 65 Ukrainian soldiers. We'll update you. More in just minutes. You are listening to 103.5 FM at WTOP.com. WTOP and Dean Lane. My simple solution to the problem was remove people from the scene and help them feel safer. In response to attacks against Asian Americans, Maddie Park raised over $250,000 to donate cab rides to the Asian community. There is so much more work to be done. We really need to come together and tackle this issue as a community. Support the Asian community. Learn how at lovehasnolabels.com. Brought to you by Love Has No Labels and the Ad Council. Coming right up after traffic and weather this Thursday morning on WTLP in the 4 a.m. hour. A deadly shooting involving D.C. police. There was a metal object in his hand. I'm Nick Ainelli. It's 418. Traffic and weather on the 8th. Silver to Ken Berger with us in the WTLP Traffic Center this morning. Thank you, Dean. I'm sorry to say I was looking at the wrong camera on westbound 66. An accident's still there between Langston Boulevard, US 29, and the Dulles Tow Road. They actually moved the location a little bit, so you still see it over on the far left lane. Uh, lots of flashing lights, which I think getting back to the right without any kind of difficulty. We also have reports that Glebe Road now open in either direction between 123 and Military Road. That's over by the George Washington Parkway coming over the Case Bridge. Uh, looks like that road work has ended. The eastbound side of 66 after Glebe Road. Left short of left lane closed because of maintenance work. Also seeing some road work continuing either direction of 66. Between the Roslyn Tunnel and Spout Run Parkway, you'll find left lane and left shorter blocked in either direction. The work zone continues on the Beltway in a loop in Virginia. This is, or the out loop rather, as you come south of the American Legion Bridge. And you'll find the equipment operation over on the far right side, but the work zone on the out loop in the area between Braddock Road and Springfield Interchange has cleared. In Maryland, all the work zones have cleared except for one, and this is a Montgomery County. It's on the inter-county connector, Maryland 200. Eastbound, two right lanes are closed. On the approach to Lay Hill Road, exit 10, get over to the far left side, not seeing any major delays. In Prince George's County, the work zone on the inner loop of the Beltway has ended, so the right lane now open at Pennsylvania Avenue. And in Anne Arundel County, a couple of incidents working on Aristy Allen Boulevard at or near 97 have cleared. I'm Ken Berger, WTOP traffic. It's an umbrella kind of day, but one thing we're not going to need is a heavy winter coat. So we've got some rain across the area that will start filling in more and more widespread rain through your morning rush here with areas of fog but temperatures in the 50s even this morning. Later today, around 60 degrees. So that's almost short sleeve jacket kind of weather for us. But we'll get about a half inch of rain. The rain should be easing as we get into the evening hours, 5, 6 o'clock, and, and then almost come to an end. But a foggy Friday morning, too, I've got for you with a few lingering showers, light showers around the area. We've got mostly cloudy skies, dry for the bulk of Friday afternoon, and around 70 degrees. It's going to be really warm. I'm 7 News Chief Meteorologist Veronica Johnson in the First Alert Weather Center. You're waking up to 49 degrees this early 4 a.m. hour, January 25th in Manassas. It's 48 Metro Center, 42 Frederick, Maryland. And believe it or not, we're at 60 degrees at our nation's capital right now. Coming right up on WTOP this half hour. Preparing for an AFC championship game in Baltimore. We're putting kegs where kegs usually don't go. I'm Mike Marillo. WTOP at 421. No matter who we are or where we come from, we all experience difficulties in life. Military veterans know that sometimes 
It takes strength and determination to make it through. Whether it's physical challenges or struggles on the inside, it takes strength to ask for help when you need it. Learn how veterans like us have reached out for help and hear stories of strength and recovery at MakeTheConnection.net. Slowdowns expected on the American Legion Bridge this morning. We're tracking a big storm expected to hit the Washington region this afternoon. WTOP reports new crash tests could affect your next car decision. Survey shows student absenteeism for DMV area kids is skyrocketing. President Biden and Republican lawmakers announced they're making progress on a potential compromise. I heard it on WTOP News. Facts matter. 103.5 FM. This is WTOP News. There was chaos and confusion locally leading to a deadly shooting involving a D.C. officer. WTOP's own Nick Ionelli at the scene near North Capitol Street and New York Avenue this week. This really was chaotic. D.C. Police Chief Pamela Smith says a man who was being taken to a hospital for a mental health crisis assaulted a paramedic in the ambulance, jumped out, and hid under a truck. The individual then emerged from underneath the truck with a metallic object raised in his hand. The officer gave the individual multiple loud directions to drop the object. But she says the man didn't drop the object, prompting an officer to shoot him, and he didn't survive. Smith says it's not clear yet what the object was. The entire case will be independently investigated by a U.S. Attorney's Office. And the officer involved has been placed on administrative duty in the district. Nick Ainelli, WTOP News. Baltimore Ravens will take on the Kansas City Chiefs this weekend Sunday in the AFC Championship game. Starting at 3 in the afternoon, restaurants and bars in Baltimore are prepping for the big crowds that are expected to move into the city for this. Give it a stir. That's a Baltimore Ravens crush being made at Watershed, a restaurant not far from M&T Bank Stadium. Lots of those will be going out this weekend. Alan Schmidt with the restaurant says they're getting lots of extra deliveries, too, to prepare. We are putting anything anywhere. We are putting kegs where kegs usually don't go. He says this game. It's just great for the city of Baltimore, um, for the local bars and businesses and restaurants, anybody that really has a TV. At Mother's Federal Hill Grill, Jessica Fly says they expect to triple their business, but business aside. The Ravens are going to win. Taylor Swift's going to go home sad, so. <laughs> In Baltimore, Mike Marillo, WTOP News. You are listening to 103.5 FM at WTOP.com. Many veterans in active duty military have invisible wounds like PTSD, post-traumatic stress disorder, depression, and anxiety. Help Heal Veterans offers them medicine that doesn't come in a bottle by providing free therapeutic craft kits, time-tested healing tools for invisible wounds that can help relieve pain and improve mobility and fine motor skills. HealVets.org, healing the invisible wounds of war through creativity. HealVets.org, sponsored by Help Heal Veterans. Hey, everybody, this is Bill Maher, and you're on with Dean Lane, and let me tell you, he's one of the good guys, and I ought to know. Why is Hertz selling off 20,000 electric vehicles? This is Jeff Gilbert with the Core Chronicles. One issue, says Sam Fiorani of Auto Forecast Solutions, the growth of EVs is slowing. Truth is that buyers aren't quite ready as much as the manufacturers are, and definitely as, as quickly as the government is and sampling evs on vacation means looking for charging not always easy so does this mean you can get a bargain if you're looking for a used electric vehicle some of these rental agencies have been renting them out to to let's say uber and lyft 
And so those vehicles are going to have high mileage on them, and they're not going to be really cheap 